Hello and welcome to episode 232 of the VegGrow podcast. My name's Richard and this week I am joined by my friend and fellow podcaster Lee Connolly, the world's biggest podcaster. Second. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are coming from the Maze Garden, which is a, well, Richard Bushby's back garden basically, isn't it? It's beautiful, isn't it, mate? Yes, mate, absolutely. Do you have to press like the intro bit? I'll do that in the edit, don't worry oh, about okay. that. We're here, I'm very, I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, first time you've been here as well, isn't it? Yeah, five years I've been promising I'll come down here and uh, finally made it. Finally made it. But we'll talk about that in a bit. But first of all, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week in the diary section. I can't wait. Well, today is Wednesday the 31st of July 2019. I'm just at home in the garden. And I've had a bit of a productive evening, actually. Now, I didn't go down the allotment tonight. Instead, I came straight home because I want to get some things prepared, ready to go down the allotment. Now, the first thing you may notice, you might hear in the background, you can hear a quail squawking. That is Bunny. I have moved her to an outdoor pen. Now, this is different from where Adam and Eve are, my original quail. This was, in fact, my spare quail cage that I did have in my pottager area, but I've now moved that out and put that beside my potting shed. Filled that up with a bit of soil on the bottom, and then I've put Bunny in there. He seems quite happy in there now, although he does need a mate. Now, after that, I did a bit of weeding in the little beds that I have up there, as well as making sure the fence posts that I've put in were level. Today I've brought some cage wire ready to build that fence up, hopefully at the weekend if everything goes to plan. Then after that I set about filling up my pots with compost. Now these were the pots that the saffron bulbs came out that I spoke of last week. And I've put saffron bulbs back in them. Uh, I've got quite a few pots all filled with compost now and all now planted up with saffron bulbs so it all should grow plenty of saffron or crocus plants but we'll find out later on in the year these are all destined for the allotment i'm going to keep a couple of smaller pots at home but there's nine pots that are destined for the allotment and that should hopefully make it look like something is growing in places that there is nothing growing Anyway, that's the hope. So that's it for this evening. Today is Saturday, August the 3rd, 2019. I am currently just on the allotment and I have just spent a few hours down here today and I'm feeling absolutely knackered after this. I've spent about six hours here, mostly weeding actually. Joys of allotment here, isn't it? Let's start at the beginning. Now I, I came down here earlier as I said, and the first thing I always do when I arrive is just have a walk around and see if there's anything that I can need to do straight away. And as I wandered around, I noticed that the strong winds we had the other day has knocked a lot of my pears from my pear tree. I've had a scrabble around the bottom to find any that were on the ground. I found a few, but not as many as there should have been, which is really annoying because I had quite a few pears growing really, really well on there. Apart from that, 
there was nothing else to really note. Everything's grown well. So I set about working through the beds and clearing and tidying. Now I started on the broad bean bed. The broad beans were overwintered and they had basically gone past their best so they needed to come out but I deliberately left them in the ground because I'd left a few bean pods in on the uh, plants so as I could save the seed. And sure enough these bean pods had gone really dry almost breaking to the point the bean seeds themselves will pop out. So I've pulled those off and I've saved those bean seeds and we'll be replanting those later on this year. After clearing that bed, I then moved on to the bed next to it, which is my sweet corn bed. And that is a lot of grass that has grown in between the sweet corn. So I, I cleared all that out, made it look tidier. But I've also noticed that the wooden frame of this bed, the wooden surround, I think this was one of the first beds I built, but that is basically falling apart it's gone past its best it's not a huge problem i've just got to think whether or not to build the wooden bread again or what to make it out of these ones were currently made out of pallets which were cheap well free they just took a bit of work to prepare them but pallets don't really last long these are probably three four years old now so they've done all right but i think we can do better then I moved on to my brassica bed and that still had the netting over so the netting came off exposing my kale and my brussels sprouts and all these are looking really really good. And again I've just cleared weeds out and tidied them up. Now the last three beds were where I had my garlic and onions growing so they didn't really need much just a bit of a hoe and I've still got parsley growing in one of them. To the side of these beds I have my long thin beds as I call them. In the bottom one is where I've put some black containers of multi-purpose compost and I've sowed carrots from seeds which were germinated and needed thinning out. Now I I don't like to waste food and the thinnings can be eaten but I just decided that I'm going to try replotting a few so that some of the thinnings I, tuck, I pulled out I've dipped a hole in another container and dropped each carrot into those. Uh, they see how they get on but definitely sowing these carrots in multi-purpose compost in these pots seems to have made them grow a lot better than uh, anywhere else that I can grow these things on this allotment. I think the soft soil is better than the clay soil that we have on the ground here but certainly the carrots we've got some uh, onions that are very very small for sort of pickling and parsnips are all growing pretty well in here. Now the next long thin bed in the middle of these three and into this bed I've brought down all my saffron pots or most of my saffron pots anyway and I'm going to grow those down here now and they've taken up most of that bed. Still got room for a few more so I'm on the lookout for more big pots that I can do that with. And then the last bed that was quite a weedy one so I've strimmed that right down to the ground, relayed the black membrane and I'm thinking I'll use that one for when I harden off plants in the future. I'll come up with some sort of idea on that. Then after that I've just gone round this bottom half of the plot clearing out a lot of weeds running over all the weeds that I've taken out with a lawnmower so they are chopped up nice and small and just getting things tidy so so far this is uh, looking pretty pretty good. I did pop into the greenhouse and removed some of my onions that I had drying out in there. Some had gone a bit soft mostly the Wilkinson's red onion ones but on a whole, not too bad. Also harvested quite a few tomatoes from in there. 
Now, I did note while I was in there that the chickpeas in the greenhouse are ready. I picked one pod just to see how they were looking on the inside, the actual pea itself. And they're definitely nice and uh, dry. So at some point over the next couple of weeks, I will be picking the rest up to see how much chickpeas we can get out of them, whether it's worth growing again. I really like the plants, I've got to say. They do look pretty cool. I don't know how many chickpeas we're going to get per plant, whether that'll be worth doing again. Well, that's it for today. I've definitely at least got the bottom half of the allotment clean and tidy. I've got a lot of plants to go in over the next few weeks as well. But I've got the top half of the plot to concentrate on next weekend. Well, it is Monday, August the 5th today, 2019. I am just currently in my little potting shed, just potting up some of my seedlings that I sowed a few weeks ago. These are plants such as Choi Sam, Broccoli Rab 60, uh, Spinach and Swede Garroway. These are hopefully going to provide us with crops throughout the autumn and winter months. So that should put the land as it becomes empty into use. That's the idea anyway. But everything is actually growing quite well. I'm rather pleased to see. Now there's another thing to note that I noticed today. When I came home and I went out into my garden just to check on everything and check on the chickens and collect eggs. My peach tree, now I had quite a few peaches on that that have been growing rather nicely. I've had a peach off it last week and it was absolutely delicious. But I noticed one had fallen off. And I noticed there was a little hole in it where something had obviously drilled into it and perhaps a, a, a bug or something, but ants are now in there. So that one will be given to the chickens. And I've noticed a couple more that are doing that as well. Not the end of the world, just means there's a couple of losses. But they are organic, of course, so there's no real chemicals or anything that has gone into that. And with that, that really brings the diary up to date for this week. Before I return back to the maize garden, we have a tip of the week from the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar. This week's tip of the week reads, If you are going on holiday, ask a neighbour or friend to visit and keep up a regular watering regime while you're away. Well yes, I don't have much to say on it. It's good advice, but can't really say that. So let's head back to the maize garden. So first impressions of this garden, Lee? Mate, uh, there's so much going on and uh, there's always, you know when there's loads going on in a garden, it just excites you. Yeah. gets you like, you want to go around and find out more what's going on. Absolutely. So for the listener at home, let's describe what we've got here. Now, it's a pretty big garden. Mm-hmm. Pretty big garden. I don't know how many acres, but it's huge. And the centrepiece has to be the maze. It's, it's a good maze, mate. It's a good maze. It's bigger than the one at Sissenhurst Castle, I know that much. Yeah. We had a venture around there earlier, and young, young daughter Olive took us round. She found her way in and out, didn't you, Olive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she done very well at that, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, you know, uh, a maze, you want it to be a little bit complicated, but not too complicated that you end up crying at the end of it. 
Yeah, you, you, you heard about that then. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I mean, like, I thought it's a, like it is a centerpiece, and that is why everyone comes here. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But it's the bits around, it's bits that are surround the maze as well, which uh, is exciting. Yes, absolutely. So, and around the maze, we obviously have various plants and trees. And the TARDIS, which you were very excited to see. Yeah, the TARDIS, man, is uh, a bit of a surprise amongst the, the trees, yeah. Amongst, yeah, amongst the bushes. I like it. Yeah. It's them sort of things, like I say, them sort of things that really stand out and make you remember a garden. But like the maze, uh, I remember the, the TARDIS. Yes, yeah. And the pond, I took you around. The pond's really interesting because it's like, it looks like it's been there for years. It obviously has been, well, for like lot, forever. Yeah. But you told me it was... Um, Dug out, which Dug I out. found quite interesting. Yes, when I was here last year, some of the local people were very, very excitedly telling me they helped dig it out and they were very proud of what they've done. And, and I don't blame them, actually, because that's a pretty big pond to dig out. Yeah, massive. I mean, it's, what, 50 metres? Yeah, I'd say, definitely say so. It's a big yeah. one. You need the locals to come out for that, for that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Won't help mow my lawn, though, will they? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, that's going on. Um what else have we got here? We did, we did, no, it's actually saying. What I was going to say was secretly found a secret area of uh, Richard's uh, sauna room. Yeah. Find that if you can, everyone here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a competition <laughs> if you can find it. You can use it. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot going on. It's, I think it's worth coming. If you're not coming down today, it's worth coming next year as well. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully we'll find out from Richard a bit later when it's going to be happening next year. Yeah, 100%, man. And also, all here to support Perennial, which is a brilliant thing. Yes, and talking of Perennial, we seem to have a guy wearing a Perennial T-shirt. He might be able to tell us more about what Perennial is all about. Hello, David. Hello, how are you? Good, mate. This is a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, I've still got pork pie in my mouth. That's, <laughs> That's what it's all about. Um, we're here today at Maze Garden, uh, and we're here to raise money for a Perennial. That's right. Fantastic. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about what Prinner are all about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Richard and Sandra, they've been doing this for 17 years. Um, Perennial supported Richard's father, who was a salad grower, and uh, as he got older, helped him in his retirement. Perennial now, most of the work we do actually is for people who are still in work. So, uh, we have a group of caseworkers across the country that help anyone who works in horticulture um, and their families, uh, support them to make sure that uh, they get the support they need. So sometimes it's just advice about how to get through the uh, uh, benefit system or, and make sure they're getting everything they need. Sometimes it's grants, they need something and they need it there and then and can't do it uh, through the system. So uh, help with that. What we're trying to do more and more is develop a prevent strategy so that everybody who works in horticulture knows that they can get in touch with perennial not the day they're about to uh, lose their house because they broke their leg six months ago but as soon as they break their leg get in touch with perennial and find out what support we can do that's really interesting is there many charities out there that do this sort of work there's no other charity that does this kind of work in the horticulture sector well, so you're the only one. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are other benevolent societies for other sectors. There's an RAF benevolent society and yep. there's um, um, uh, agriculture one. But in horticulture, it is perennial to come to. Right. And sometimes it means we direct someone to um, a charity. You know, if it's something to do with children, we might direct them to a children's charity that can also help. Yeah. But um, 
the, the expert. They really are experts, our caseworkers. They really can help people. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. If anybody wants to find out more about Perennial, where would they go? Go to perennial.org.uk online. Um, and or, or just Google perennial horticulture and a load of plants will come up as well. But in there will be some information about getting in touch with us. Fantastic. I think that answers everything we want to know. Perfect time. Thanks, David. <laughs> Thank you. We'll let you get back to your sausage roll now. <laughs> wow, that was a good timing, mate. That was fantastic timing, wasn't it? This is a great thing about doing this live is we can grab somebody as they're walking past. That's and it. We saw him past a minute ago. We might get him in a minute as well. Yes, he was taking photos of us somewhere. Oh, I'll good. do that. Well, I hope I was smiling. Yes. <laughs> and got your best side. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. course, of course. So... Moving away from the maze garden, what have you been up to in the garden this year? Mate, I knew you, we, we talked about this before, and that we were going to talk about how we're getting on gardening. And I feel like, and you know what I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> our years have been very different in the garden. I've had a complete disaster. Right. Uh, I know you, I'm listening to your podcasts. You're doing pretty well. <laughs> no, it's not true. Well... I'm doing okay. I could be doing better. Well, we had to cancel the grow off this year, mainly yeah. because of me being useless. Yep. But not because of the, not because of the veggie pods, because even though I had to cancel the grow off, I had tomato plants. You talk about tomato plants every week, yes. and then veggie pods. Yeah. They go nuts in there. They really like, do. Like I had a forest of tomato, and they're, they're I'm growing tomatoes, but they do take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that as well. I've got one plant in there, and it's. Taking everything over. Don't get me wrong, though, I would not have grown anything if it weren't for that this year. No. Well, there you go. So, all those plants I gave you. Yeah, good. Yeah, they're good, man. They're, uh, yeah. yeah, they're meant to be dusty. Oh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm really impressed with the veggie pod yeah. overall. Uh, it's completely revolutionized how I've looked at my garden and gardening. Would I have it on an allotment? No, probably not. Mm. But at home, fantastic piece of kit chili plants in there they're doing yeah. really well yeah. really well and salad leaves i mean we eat more we'll get more salad out of it than what we can eat yeah tomatoes and salads man i'm smashing that's all i'm really smashing in there this yeah year. um unfortunately yeah those plants you gave me a few of them uh died right uh, i have saved a few <laughs> uh but that has been pretty much sums up my whole gardening year but i mean to be fair it's not because you're not wanting to get out in the garden it's that you're away a lot working yeah and this is something i'm going to have to concentrate more on next year watering is the yeah. biggest thing for me because like i say when i first started gardening i was at home a lot more <laughs> and it's just one of them things that now it's become one of the my actual job to be out and about talking to people and being the one of the biggest podcasts in the world second <laughs> yeah um it means I'm away from the garden a lot more, which is rubbish, because then when I do come back, I'm away at like a week and a half at a time. Yeah. Uh, Olive, at the moment, I can't leave her a list out, and the wife is, is just not going to get out there watering. So, yeah, next year I need to get some sort of system in place. I've got, I brought one of them timer, water timer yeah. going to tap, yeah. and I'm thinking either buying the irrigation systems, or I have done before, is make them out of... I've got loads of old hose pipe yeah. that was left when I moved the reels of it I'm thinking maybe using that and piercing some holes in it and creating my own irrigation system that could work that could work I've been experimenting with a water pump on my water butts yeah. to pump water around it's struggling to get it to work but it will sort of do it yeah yeah um, just got to figure out a way to really fine tune it mm -hmm. 
Partly because I want to use rainwater instead of tap water. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. Oh, do, you know that idea we saw? I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast, but um, the idea we saw at Mulvern. Yeah. There he is. Oh, Richard, come here. Come here. We'll talk Sorry. about this. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. We've just been joined by Richard Bushby. Uh, hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Catching me on the hop again. <laughs> I only came to tell you there would be some food at lunchtime for you. If oh, you see you later. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want a little bite to eat later on. Oh, that'd be lovely, lovely. Anyway, so great to see you guys. Yes, well, we were just chatting about your garden, so we'd like to get you to talk a bit about your garden from your point of view. From my point of view. From your point of view. <laughs> well, we've sort of said the centrepiece has to be the maze. The centrepiece has to be the maze. Yes, it was... Uh, well, remember, this was uh, just a horticultural nursery uh -huh. with glass houses almost up to the front or at the back gate here. Yeah. There were no lawns, really, to speak of, no flowers or anything, because you were just growing salad crops. Uh -huh. Over the years, slowly we've moved all the glass houses further and further back. Yep. Which has given us all this space. So yep. first of all, you put lawns down, and then trees and shrubs. But at our, our, I forget, must be nearly 20 years ago or more now when we laid the maze out. No, longer than that. Yeah, around about 20 years. Yep. The we did the. Uh, it used to be an old celery site, <laughs> and. Somehow or other, it came to pass that we would actually make a maze. Right. <laughs> so we we did it, and we've we've sorted it out, and it was based on the one at Hever Castle. Yep. Bigger than Hever Castles, of course. I think I said Sissenhurst Castle earlier, so I got that wrong. No. Yeah. Hever Castle. Hever Castle. Hever Castle's one. There's is there's is with you. Ours is uh, for a shorter term. Ours is just Lalanda, and. Uh, and then 17 years ago, when we started doing the open gardens, obviously you have a maze. Yep. It was only young then, so it wasn't as formatted as it is now. But of course, it's a brilliant attraction. Yeah. Because not, weirdly, I don't know, not many people have a maze in their back garden. Uh, <laughs> stately homes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, not but, yet, anyway. But, but not just little houses down on the south coast, you know. No. And of course, we're not a commercial enterprise, you know. So mm. some some commercial enterprises obviously have got mazes. Yep. But the uh, so most of the year it just sits here quietly with a few scout troops entertaining themselves in it. Nice. Uh, this time of year, yeah, it it does well, and it's raised an awful lot of money in a sense for perennial. Yep. Because every year that we've had it, it people have come along. They love the maze, but then they also can come out in the gardens as well. Yeah. Why have we got such a big garden? I don't know. That's evolved. <laughs> uh, as all things do, uh, if you've got the space, you either let it grow, either put horses out there, which lots of people have mm -hmm. done on their land, uh, or you do two or three acres of garden. And you put it down to lawns and you put it down to trees and shrubs. We're trying to make it more low maintenance. You notice that with the amount of pots that we have. Yep. Uh, not a good idea. <laughs> uh, and also, we've got the Wildlife Park, yeah. uh, where the Wildlife Area. That, again, was another one of these problems where all the glasshouse water had to go somewhere and was flooding everywhere. West Sussex County Council gave us a grant for that one, uh, which was really nice at the time. That was put down over 30 years ago, and, and it just looks like it's been there forever. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. all man-made. Fantastic. And, and again... With, with all the lawns at the moment and all, and all the garden games that are going on out there, actually, it's, it's strange. We just look out there and we think, why are all these people 
having picnics and playing games on our back lawn. <laughs> uh, but then you realise actually people haven't got gardens anymore. Yeah. They've only got a tiny little one about the size of the gazebo we're standing in. Yes. That is their garden. Oh, slightly, two or three gazebos on yours, on yours. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. And so they haven't got the space. No. We take it for granted having the space because we always had. Slowly now we're not. We're, right. You appreciate that you've got the space and other people haven't and we're quite happy to share it. Yeah. 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 And here we are. And here we are. 17th one of our open days. Fantastic. Every year is the last one. This will <laughs> obviously be the last one again. Yeah. Uh, depending on how we do. If we do pretty well at, <laughs> pretty well at the end of the day, then obviously we'll be going, oh, well, that wasn't so bad after all. Yeah. It's the stress levels setting it all up with any, yeah. any show, whether it's a little village fate or it's this open garden things or anything bigger uh, we are looking to link in a little bit more with perennial with their support with volunteers so maybe some of their volunteers will come down and help us along uh, to because uh, some of unfortunately some of our lovely volunteers are starting to get older like the rest of us and are struggling more you know so it'd be nice to actually have some other people to come along and give us a hand but, yeah, so I say, number 17, was we've 17. done 33,500 pounds, I think, wow. for the charity so far. And now we're looking, well, hopefully we might hit 35 or so by the end of today, all being well. Definitely, well, you know, where's your card? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, they are fun things to do. Yep. I don't know. The sun has gone in. Why is the sun gone in? Because <laughs> I've got a T-shirt on. That's why. <laughs> it, it was... Uh, last year we had like 26 degrees and it was mm. a little bit melty. Yeah. Today, actually, this sort of temperature is quite nice. Rubbish for taking photographs because we want it a bit brighter, really. But yeah. I think, in actual fact, on these days, if it's too hot, you've been to the shows. If it's too hot, everybody melts. They all go home early, they all disappear, and nobody really wants anything to eat or drink, nah. you know. So I think if we've got the weather like this, it's probably not too bad. Yep. We do not compete with other events on this day, but it, we do this day, and it's the same day as the Lifeboat Day down in Selsey. Yep. Uh, this is our day, of course. The Lifeboat yep. seem to have followed us. Uh, they do move their dates around a little bit, but the moment we clash. Right. Uh, but there's still enough people around in the area. And, of course, a lot of the people that are interested in gardens aren't necessarily interested in sitting on the beach. Yeah. So it varies a bit, you know. But we do get a nice lot of kids here, as you have seen. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Now, you mentioned a bit about the history of this garden, and I believe yeah. back in World War II, this area has a lot of vegetable-growing history. Well... All this area, these, this was one of the Land Settlement Association yep. nurseries back in '35. Yep. Uh, that's where government basically gave small holdings to... Welsh miners and northern yep. miners and, and that. They all came pouring down here for the good life. It was just another complete life for them. All their industry had died. They knew nothing. And they built the houses. 
before they started and they built the roads and then they started the nurseries. In those days, it was all vegetables outside. Yeah. Uh, and then slowly, they had one landlord's glass house for heated with, with hot water system with big old pipes. And then slowly but surely, uh, in the, well, we came in in 58, so there were glass houses in those days, wooden ones, and then the aluminium glass houses came in, and then, then suddenly into the 70s and 80s, it really exploded around here right. and, and became a very big cooperative and a, and a hell of a lot of glass. Right. Then the industry just died, right. unfortunately. Uh, and the glasshouse industry on salad crops is almost non-existent on the south coast now. Yes. <laughs> which yeah. is strange considering it's the best light in the whole yeah. of the country. And... Uh, and it was a lovely stepping stone for people coming into the industry. But time changed. Yes. Uh, yeah. And now you've got a job to make a living, even if you've got 30 or 40 acres of glass, let alone the, the one acre or two acres that people had here, you know. But it allowed us, obviously, to have what we've got. Yeah. So we, uh, I say, we came in in 1958, so I've been here 60-odd years now. It seems it's a very big number. <laughs> uh, but we're... Uh, we don't grow anything personally here now. We rent out our glass that we've still got to uh, another company. Uh, the, the Nui Group, uh, who do uh, shrubs and trees and all sorts of liners and that, who actually donated a nice lot of plants for the, for the organisation for today, which yep. is really nice of them. And uh, so we're, uh, yeah, the whole industry is evolving all the time. Fantastic. Any questions, Lee? It's your podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're co-hosting today. <laughs> no, I think that's great. That's yeah. really good. It's lucky we caught you, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm ducking and diving a little bit. I've, I've probably missed the guy that I'm supposed to be seeing on the car park. So I will go, oh, sorry. Off, so I'll go off and keep see him, and I'll catch up with you guys later. Yep, so will do. do. Thank, Thank you. Mate. Thank, Thank you. you. There you go. There well, go. we've caught him. <laughs> Car park's chaos, but he has gone yeah. on the podcast, so it's yeah. all good. What higher can he achieve now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? We were talking about you working away a lot and yeah. how that's affecting your gardening. Yeah, so water in any ways has been the, been the biggest issue. Um, yeah. Oh, I was talking about Mulvern. Yes. Remember that thing at Mulvern with the... Um, water there was a, a water butt and a water pump. Yes. I, I think I might do something like that. As well, it's a good idea. Think, if I can say to Olive, look, every every morning come outside, ch -ch 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 -ch, that perfect. Yeah, is she likely to do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Make it into a game. Next year, I'll let you know if we yeah. do any good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting. Although I'm home every night, as you know, at the moment I'm working long hours. Yeah. So I'm having the trouble getting things watered, and that's why I keep thinking of an automated watering system yeah. to take that little pressure off. Mm -hmm. And I have got some gadgets that are solar-powered that can do that, but yeah. it's all taking a bit of... Do they pump out enough, them solar-powered ones? From what I've seen, yes, to do about 12 pots, yeah. unless you go for the bigger one, which can do 24. Okay. So they should do enough, but to do a whole garden, you probably need several of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are quite pricey. What are we talking about £100 for one unit. I'm out. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot of money. So that's why I keep coming back to this water pump and trying to get a system yeah. working with that. Yeah, I like the idea. I do like the idea of that, yeah. Because yeah. like you say, it's better to use rainwater than 
Um, well, I've just literally done Tatton Park. I spent the yep. whole five days talking about how to save water and not use water through a um, hose pipe. So yeah. I need to put that into practice, really. And, and that's the thing. You just said you were there for five days. Gardener's World Live, you were there five or six days? Yeah, five or six days, yeah. Yeah. Um, Malvern, I was gone for like over a week, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the... And they're always, obviously, the, the prime time where it's hot, sunny, and things say, say goodbye usually and turn to dust. Like all my seedlings this year, I had a nightmare of them in the potting yeah. shed because I come back and they were just... There's nothing left of them. Yeah. So I need to get the, that into place. But, yes. but the, the, like I say, the, the saving grace this year for me has been that veggie pod. Yes. Um, because it just holds that water in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe how well they have worked those veggie pods. We came back to it again. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> God, they're going to love us. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really impressed with the veggie pods. I really am. And I keep saying it because it's just blown me away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to get another one, actually. Yeah, it makes too. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I want several. Um, what, how is the allotment going anyway? Going all right? Yeah, it's going all right. Lots of weeds. Have you sorted them weeds out? I've, well, I was down there all day yesterday, yeah. as you'll hear on the uh, Oh yeah, the like, section. As, as we've just heard, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I spent all that time clearing those out. So I'm not worried. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. I think the council just likes to do this just to keep everyone on their toes every yeah. now and then. And of course, I'm surrounded by people who are retired or have a lot more time in their hands mm -hmm. and their allotments are pristine so yours stands out a bit so mine stands out a bit yeah yeah, yeah. and saying i'm busy at work isn't really an excuse in their eyes no no exactly and it's allotment life do. mate allotment life That's absolutely <laughs> absolutely well it's been a pleasure man it's been great talking to you as always mate yeah it's nice to keep popping up on i mean it's nice for you to have the biggest podcast in the world come of course on, you know on, it. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, I always always enjoy listening, man, so it's yeah. always good to be on. Likewise, Mike. I've got to say, your Monty Don episode, we had Monty Don on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we got there. Brilliant. Thanks, Absolutely man. brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, I was, I was happy with that. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for the phone call as soon as you listened to it as well. Yeah, you're welcome. Make feel good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I think we're going to wrap up for today. So, as always, thank you very much for joining me, Lee. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you very much to the audience. Who are watching this live. They're going crazy, but the mics don't pick it up, unfortunately. No, no. <laughs> but until next time, please take care, and I'll speak to you again then. 